Good morning and a warm welcome to our service this morning. The theme of our service is Let Nothing Disturb, Let Nothing Frighten. It's my hope that in our time together, looking at this this morning, it'll go some way to better discover through scripture, personal experience, testimonies, why some of us are often afraid and get disturbed by things. The current crisis has caused a lot of fear and anxiety, but we know that our faith in God helps us. So as we gather this morning, let's pray together. I'll read what's in bold type and you read the response. Let's pray. Like drops of water running together, we have come here to wait for you. Like the disciples in the locked room, we are longing for you. We have heard stories that you're alive. We are hoping to meet you. Like drops of water running together, we have come here to wait for you. We are waiting to meet you, but some of us aren't sure that we'll, we will. Some of us have lost our hope. Some of us are sceptical. Some of us need you to be real so much. Like drops of water running together, we have come here to wait for you. Lord, meet us here. Greet us with your peace. Bring us together like drops of water into a flood, into a blessing. Amen. of the Lord, the Holy One is here. Come bow before Him now with reverence and fear. In Him no sin is found. We stand
The reading today is Psalm 46. God is our shelter and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not be afraid, even if the earth is shaken and mountains fall into the ocean depth, even if the seas roar and rage and the hills are shaken by the violence. There is a river that brings joy to the city of God, to the sacred house of the Most High. God is in that city and it will never be destroyed. At early dawn he will come to its aid. Nations are terrified, kingdoms are shaken, God thunders and the earth dissolves. The Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Come and see what the Lord has done, see what amazing things he has done on earth. He stops wars all over the world, he breaks bows, destroys spears and sets shields on fire. Stop fighting, he says, and know that I am God, supreme among the nations, supreme over the world. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Amen.
Christ has no body now on earth but yours. No hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes through which he looks with compassion on this world. Let nothing disturb you, let nothing frighten you. All things pass away, but God never changes. Well, this prayer was written by St. Teresa d'Avila. She was a Carmelite nun and a mystic living in the 16th century. She was a reformer and her works are still of interest to the church today. One area in which she excelled was contemplative prayer. This prayer was one I used for a Lent study that I did this year, and it looked at the prayer line by line. The last two lines are those where God really spoke to me. Let nothing disturb, let nothing frighten, all things pass away, God never changes. Always looking to God for answers to challenges in my life. These lines made me think about things within me and my trust in God, especially in relation to things disturbing me and things I am or have been fearful of. It says in that prayer, let nothing disturb you, nothing frighten. That's quite a hard thing to do. I'm sure many of us can testify to having been afraid at times in our lives. As a child, I was really afraid of spiders. My dad had an incredible fear of moths. But many things, however big or little, can frighten us, can disturb us. The crisis we find ourselves in currently, right now, is quite fearful for some. I have indeed always been a bit predisposed to fear and anxiety. This, I think, is partially genetic. My mum was an anxious soul and her mother before her. I do know that being anxious in your soul is not of God. For those very reasons that John Porter so clearly explained a few weeks ago. The soul is like our humanness and is often at odds with our spirit, which is God at work in us. Over the years, my apparent, sometimes comedic attitude has become a good disguiser of the things that disturb me and frighten me. My personality type is extrovert, no surprises there. I'm a Myers-Briggs ESFJ, for those who are interested. But I have a heightened sensing feeling element to that type. Now over time, I've learned that this is not a fault or a failing in me, it's how God has made me to be, and it so often works to my advantage. It was especially helpful in my career as a nurse, and it continues now to be helpful as a pastoral care leader. But it can and has worked against me and caused me to feel a sense of disturbance, to be fearful and to be anxious. My soul again <laughs> at odds with my spirit. So during the Lent period, I took time to unravel some of the things that were still a bit knotted within me. It's time to be revising things that disturbed me or frightened me and things that were at odds between my soul and my spirit. One section of the study on these two verses focused on the difference between being disturbed and being frightened. It states that what causes us to feel disturbed is a feeling of discomfort over who we are, where we are and with whom we are. It focuses more on the present than fear does. Fear takes us into the future of what might or what could be. And yeah, that's me. So how can this be sorted? How can we as Christians ward off feelings of firstly disturbance? Well, trust in God, you say. Just trust God a bit more. Yeah, but trust for what? Trust that God will remove the cause. Well, yeah, he could and he can. But if he doesn't, 
our faith in him sometimes takes a bit of a knock and we doubt. Well, no bad thing to question. But perhaps it's better to trust that God will strengthen us to cope with the cause and at very least help us to identify what it is in us that may be causing us to be disturbed. That may be acknowledging something that has happened in the past, seeing God's hand of faithfulness looking back always helps to sort this. So it's a kind of twofold strategy, trusting in God's Holy Spirit within us to direct us and guide us in this time of disturbance, but also being ourselves proactive in looking at what has influenced our reactions of feeling disturbed. Now, fear, on the other hand, is part of our defence mechanism. It's one that's inbuilt, our fight flight mechanism. It increases our alertness and heightens our awareness. But fear, real fear, can literally paralyse us, making us unable to move, making us physically unable to move, let alone moving into what needs sorting or for asking for help. Some say the answer is to face your fears. That's often hard and it means we need help often to do this. The help we get may come from friends, family, fellow Christians, a counsellor. And sometimes a quick arrow prayer in the midst of fear helps relieve us. It gets it off our chest, knowing that we've shared it immediately with God. But ultimately, help comes through the power of his Holy Spirit and a trust in God, whose word tells us that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And that there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. And this love is the love of God that he has for all his children. So God and fear <laughs> don't mix. Maybe you're already aware, but it is said that fear not appears 365 times in the Bible. Now that may or may not be the case, it may be more, but that is such a reassurance from God for every single day of the year. And what a comfort that is knowing that God is with us and wanting us to know this. Now last week, Beth Powney spoke of Peter and the disciples' fear as Jesus came to them walking on the water. They were afraid, they thought he was a ghost. But also, unbeknown to me, Beth referred to the story in Mark's Gospel where Jesus calms the storm. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why were you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Well, the disciples were scared and they thought that Jesus didn't care for them and care about the situation and that they were frightened. He, did, he suggests that they have no faith and that by assuming that God doesn't care, that lack of faith in him is the cause of their fearfulness. Though not easy, we do grow in our understanding of God by facing our fears. 
we grow in the knowledge that he has got this 365 days of the year. He who can calm the storm has the power to calm the fears that rage around us and within us. And this sometimes takes longer than we'd like, but it does happen. So what I've learned about letting nothing disturb, nothing frighten, is that it needs, one, work. Work on our part and work on the part of the Holy Spirit within us to overcome. Allow the Holy Spirit room to be known and do its work of being healer, comforter, counsellor, guide and friend. It also needs time. Knowing that the good work that has been started in us by God will be completed. He who has begun a work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ, it says in scripture. And as the prayer suggests, all things pass away. It also needs recognition. Recognising that God is faithful. His faithfulness, power, mercy, grace and never-changing love are for us every single day. So, let's pray together. Lord, when our fears take us to a dark place, when we feel disturbed and ill at ease, May we know in our trust that you are always near us. You are always caring for us. Strengthen our faith. Build up our trust in you, our God and our Saviour. Amen. We're now going to read a version of Isaiah 12, verses 2 to 6. I'll read the solo read a bit and you join in where it says all. Will you be afraid? Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Why will you not be afraid? The Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defence. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, Give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel among you.
Okay. Hi, Charlotte. So how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, I think we were sharing just a bit before we started recording. You've had family around, so that makes it feel a bit more normal in the current yeah. crisis. And you've had family too? Yeah, yeah. Lots of family recently, which has been really nice. Yeah, yeah. It's good that we can actually meet together, and even though socially distanced. Um, but yeah, we're living through sort of uncertain times, anxious times, disturbed times. And, and, and that's kind of part of what um, the remit for this service today is. It's, it's talking about letting nothing frighten us and nothing disturb us. But actually, sometimes that's easier said than done, isn't it, really? So I just wondered if you'd mind sharing with us a little bit about not only how you feel now, but maybe how you've felt in the past when you've possibly felt anxious or maybe a time when you've um had to cope with being anxious and, and how you've gone about that um i guess i've always been quite an anxious person um i think it's quite easy for me to feel anxious i've, I've always been really scared of being in trouble so <laughs> even when i was young in school i remember anything that ever happened where I thought there's a possibility I could get in trouble it really made me anxious and uncomfortable mm -hmm. I think um probably none has been as uh, bad as since I've had Ezra um okay. I found it really hard um when I felt like Ezra was being smothered oh gosh and so um and I still struggle with it now if if I feel like people are smothering him or being too much okay. with it it makes me anxious and okay. if I can see that he's uncomfortable I'm uncomfortable and yeah, um, yeah. yeah in, in that moment mm -hmm. there's not a lot you can do about it no 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 so so how have you sort of coped with times like that in particular um generally just being really quiet okay. at, at the time but um i've learned that actually by doing that you can end up having panic attacks oh, once okay. the time has passed um which isn't ideal but no. fortunately i've got some friends that have been through the same thing and um have always been there when those moments have happened mm -hmm. to support me even if it's coming around last minute um when I'm in the middle of having a panic attack, letting themselves into my house, picking up my child to stop them crying and helping me. Mm. <laughs> really helpful. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful, isn't it? Um, th that you can rely on friends and obviously family if they were near, but your family obviously aren't very near to you, are they? So it's not like you can ring your mom and go, oh. Um, yeah, but that's really comforting, isn't it? To know that, you know, you've got somebody at the end of the phone who's near who can come around and help you sort it. And, yeah, I'm sure over time that you learn strategies, don't you, to sort of help yourself cope in those situations. Yeah. Um, are there any other times? I mean, I, I don't want it to sound like you're continually fearful, but, you know, are there any other times when, you know, you mentioned Ezra, but other times when, um, you know, perhaps you've, you've thought, oh, gosh, what if, or what, you know? Um, I think, like I mentioned before, that being anxious generally is something I've always <laughs> found. So, um, I mean, I don't think of myself as a negative person, but in my head, I probably am. I do constantly think, what if? And it's always, what if I did this wrong? What if I did that wrong? Yeah, like, yeah. like someone sends me a text, I'll read into it um, like a, a thousand times over. Um, thinking what if I've done something wrong what if I've upset someone when someone's upset and um and it's horrible sometimes you just need someone to go it's not you <laughs> but <laughs> blame yourself anyway yes yes I know I, I I identify with that completely you know I was thinking oh gosh what if I've upset so and so 
trod, trod in with my size nines again, you know, but um, yeah, yeah, I can understand. Yeah. And I think if like me, you're that predisposition, whether it's, you know, genetic or something that's happened in the past to you, that's kind of made you more susceptible, then, you know, um, it's, it's harder for us to get on board with how we sort it. Um, other than, you know, for me, obviously being a Christian helps tremendously because I know I've got a God who I can share stuff with and I can talk to and I've got good friends as well and family. But, you know, I think if our faith wasn't there for me personally, it would be really difficult to know how to cope with those situations. Is is that the same for you? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I guess you know that ultimately um, none of it matters. Yeah. Um, and it's all moment, all momentary, isn't it? And um, a, one of my old bosses um, said to me once when I was worrying about something that was really not important, um, he said to me, "Is it? Does, do you really need to worry about it now? And I was uh -huh. like, oh, I feel like I do. He said, will you be worrying about it in five minutes? I said, yes. He said, but will you be worrying about it in five days? And he was expecting me to say no, but at this moment I said, yes <laughs> but I, I did understand what he meant that actually if you step back and think in about a week's time this will be nothing yes it does put it into perspective and you can calm <laughs> yeah yeah and I think you know at the moment with the coronavirus and everything you know we're all focusing on that and that's in in itself making people fearful but you know when we look back on it it will just have been for a period of time and you know maybe other things for us will have taken on the fear and anxiousness but you know for this it is a thing it'll, it'll go it'll pass away you know and and um things will you know eventually get back to normal but those things of which we're fearful should be just for a moment really and in, in the bigger scheme of things of life you know how important was it to get fearful about that particular thing you know so yeah i mean it it, it is hard isn't it to um to kind of take hold of things sometimes and um, move yourself on and not keep thinking about them. Cause she was saying, you know, will you be there in five, five minutes or will it be there in five days? Or sometimes for me, it's there for weeks and weeks, you know, and I just keep flicking back and I think, no, no, I'll be fine. But yeah, you know, it, it can just be all consuming sometimes. So um, at the moment, things are okay. Are you particularly worried about the current crisis i mean has that made the the anxiety worse or no for actually um i've really cherished this time we've had to at home together as a family and i've been a lot more calm i think we've just i've really enjoyed our little bubble i've i've missed friends i've missed family but mm -hmm. um i'm trying to make the most of it and i this is something for some reason that um i haven't been worried about mm -hmm. um, because there's not a lot else i can do no um, other than the guidelines we have so yeah yeah um, i can't control it in any way so just enjoy this time as a family yeah 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 i think uh, quite a lot of us have, have found that haven't we that you know that it's certainly we have we've found in some ways it's been nicer to have the time and the space to be family together and and get out of that busyness that life has become you know certainly um in our own family it, it's it's been a real blessing to have that time to, to be together i mean i've seen some of the photos you've put up on facebook of ezra and it just looks you know really amazing that you've kept this kind of um, diary of things every day with Ezra and, and that's something you probably wouldn't otherwise have had time to do would you so yeah there's always a positive in things like that and um, just one or two things obviously think about thinking about it uh, as we do from um, a Christian perspective have there been any um, particular things um, that you've heard or that you've received from God or that you've prayed through and about your fearfulness um there's a song um that i really love to listen to when i'm feeling fearful um and it's prince of peace by hillsong 
okay. and um, it's all about meeting with Jesus even through your darkest times and um, yeah it it's just something I really like to listen to or even sing when I'm feeling like that and it it just calms me yeah 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 there is something about recognizing um within us that that spirit of um peace that is you know um really important to focus in on you know the power of the holy spirit in us keeping us that special peace that isn't just peace as the world sees it but that as god gives us and um yeah so to keep reminding yourself of that and is obviously helpful to you i mean is there a particular scripture or anything or passage or verse or anything that helps you i can't think of anything off the top of my head i guess in any moment you're feeling so different that a different verse will be relevant for each situation yeah 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 i guess every reason that you feel anxious every reason you feel nervous will be it's over something completely different and um well for me it is anyway and i you know I, I need to be reached in a different way and so um yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not i guess not always the same no and obviously prayer helps yeah yeah and knowing that i've got um i i find our house group particularly helpful because we've got a whatsapp group which is always absolutely um live with prayer requests and um or just seeing what people are up to during the day and it's yeah. really nice knowing that you can just drop a message and say i'd really like some prayer for this at any point yeah yeah that's amazing isn't it that that sort of comfort comfort of the um whatsapp group we've got one for our house group and it it's really amazing we've had some i expect you have some really good answers to prayer and yeah, yeah and and verses sent and messages and yeah and it really does help you doesn't it to just to just lift you up and keep you um close to each other as well as to god so yeah well i'm not going to quiz you anymore charlotte but because i know it's actually quite a difficult thing to talk about and to even to admit to for some people that they are um of an anxious predisposition because i am and you know i so i i wholeheartedly um empathize with you but i know it's not easy so thanks for sharing what you have in this short space of time that we've had um, and i'll pray with you just before we um finish this time together heavenly father thank you for charlotte thank you because she's an amazing lady an amazing woman an amazing female an amazing mum an amazing wife an amazing friend a daughter and thank you father that um, you have gifted in her so many things but father just remind her that you are with her in all those fearful times just keep reminding her of that peace that she has within her so father thank you for her and truly bless her in the days that lie ahead thank you father amen thank you. okay thanks charlotte oh.
troubles, but until that day comes, we'll live to know you here on the May the peace of God enrich your hearts and minds in the battles of the day and the anxieties of the night. May the peace of God enrich your hearts and minds when folks are unreasonable and circumstances challenge you. May the peace of God enrich your hearts and minds when those you love misunderstand and fail to appreciate. May the peace of God enrich your hearts and minds when the pressure's too great and threatens to overwhelm you. May the peace of God enrich your hearts and minds when mountains and molehills all look alike. May the peace of God enrich your hearts and minds because of Jesus and his extraordinary compassion. May the peace of God enrich your hearts and minds. Well, good day to you all and the notices for today, Sunday the 9th of August 2020. Uh, keep them short today. Do please join us at 12 o'clock today for a coffee and chat, which is on Zoom. All the regular meetings and activities on Zoom will be taking place during this coming week. I'd just like to emphasise the three house group meetings on Tuesday at 8 o'clock, Wednesday at 7.30 and Thursday at 8.30. And to remind you that next Sunday, the 16th of August, we shall be celebrating communion on Zoom at 11.45. So if you would like to join with us in that Feast of Remembrance, then please have some bread and some wine to hand so that you can partake at the appropriate time. All other 
information and details of what's going on uh, is available on our website which is www.bethelbaptistchurch.org.uk Again, if you would like to speak with our minister, the Reverend David Mann, he can be contacted uh, by phone and by email. And details of how to contact him are again available on our website. So that's all for today. And may God bless you in all that you do during the coming week. Thank you.